0: Welcome, everybody, to Wednesday War Games, episode twenty-seven. Joining me, is me as always, is my wonderful co-host, Liam. Liam, what's wrong with the world? Oh,
1: the world is a fuck.
0: It's literally ten minutes before we were to click record in this podcast. The news broke that Howard Finkel died at the age of sixty-nine, and like, it it can't it can't be overstated the to degree to which he was like the 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 soundtrack to wrestling of my childhood. In a way that he's like the best ring announcer of all time. And he's, he's, ugh, it's heartbreaking. Like, oh god, like, why? Well, yesterday was bad enough, and now this. Like, ugh, nothing is good anymore. It's just the world is. A bleak, depressing place full of bad news, endlessly piling dictators on top of frickin' pandemics, on top of beloved heroes dying. And it's... Hey, podcast, how you doing, Liam? <laughs> yeah, Uh,
1: Rasslin'. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's rasslin'. I'm just...
0: Man, fink. Yeah. It's a rough one. It really is. Uh... (sighs) How are you doing otherwise?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Living. Surviving in this time of...
0: Horror. We had the the, the, the 20-something people being released yesterday, which is... Yay, we've got to maintain those profit margins.
1: The company wouldn't have survived otherwise.
0: Oh, yeah, they're only going to make a billion dollars this year, Liam. Coronavirus has really hit them hard. All those other companies that don't have any money... The, the, the freaking don't a billion-dollar TV deals to prop them up. All of those haven't cut anybody, but WWE had to. Oh, Tanahashi went to the Japanese government to, <laughs> to fight for the smaller companies. Not for New Japan, but for the smaller companies to fight on their behalf, to advocate that pro wrestling should be the last thing to open back up. But nah, WWE had to do this, because God forbid Vince McMahon's stock price goes down and he loses money.
1: It wasn't even... not like it was gonna go down, down. It's like... It was just... Like, it's already at, like... <laughs> What, 10 cents? <sighs> what a time a that we live in. a time, indeed. You know, it was, it, was, it was such, like, a weird mixture of feelings I had while I woke up and had this all dumped on me, um, like, because I was, like, I was really happy for the people who finally got their releases who had been asking for them forever, <laughs> but I also, like, just depressed for Drake Maverick
0: <laughs> and Heath Slater and such. And people like Zack Ryder, the people who thought, look, like, Mike Chioda has been working there since 1989 for 31 years, mm. and he got cut this this week. It's like there's no loyalty in that company. No, none whatsoever. The core cool
1: world of business has influenced
0: that company more than prior wrestling. And the freaking government of Florida, the mayor of Florida, being like, oh, WWE is a family. They look after each other, and then days after they're declared essential, they declare how unessential everybody is by firing them. Yep. That's... It's, this is a, it's a fun time, and then Fink dies, and everything is miserable and sad. Mm-hmm. This is a high-energy, enthusiastic opening to a podcast that you always want to get people fired up to listen to takes about all of the wrestling dynamite and WWE NXT. In front of zero people in front of zero people and what Tony as a can... staunch
1: reminder that
0: nothing good is happening in this world nothing is normal anymore this is the new norm baby apparently the word normal is at the highest google search it has ever been people are
1: having a real rough
0: time with resident evil 3
1: <laughs>
0: uh, solid joke
1: yeah <laughs> if you think about it the world is kind of resident evil 3 right now
0: aren't we all a little resident evil 3 at heart a little worse than we were last year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a very apt, a very apt metaphor. As we, I guess Have you we'll played get...
1: Resident Evil three yet?
0: <laughs> I haven't. I played two. Two is very good. The remake. I just watched a full playthrough, but it kept me engaged to watch it all in one go. Well, it's only four hours or so, so it's not that hard to watch all in one go. It was an eight-hour uh, stream. Uh, it's, it's like I thought. Runtime on that game was about four thirty.
1: Uh, they played on the hardest difficulty available. At the
0: time. Do you play on hard difficulties? Because I don't. I'm a coward.
1: I... I don't. I'm too much of a baby. I don't like losing enough to play on hard difficulties.
0: Because usually I won't go for the very baby difficulty unless I'm having trouble.
1: Oh, I'll never go baby, but I'll stick to normal.
0: Yeah, I'll be like, whatever the, the option above baby is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my level. When you are playing DMC3, did you get the baby option? I got the baby option within level two, Liam. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect of me? It's a hard that's... game because there's that that ghoul thing, the boss at the end of level two, and that yeah. killed me at least like fifteen times. So then it's like,
1: <laughs> I know people who have gotten like um, the baby option at literally level two at the start, where you have to fight the first like boss. Yeah, that's that's where I got it. Uh, <laughs> I I'm <laughs> that person, Liam. <laughs> Oh no. not that know. That's not that hard. Very like you can you can parry it.
0: You see, I've learned in video games. I have absolutely no patience for any like parrying system or anything. This is the reason I like blood. Yeah, but you don't hard. even have to use the parrying system if you don't want to. No, you don't. But then you have to get used to how to not use it. You it takes longer to learn how to play the game without the parry than it does to play the game with the parry. So. Uh, Yeah, that's the reason I like Bloodborne. Bloodborne, very aggressive, very get in the face of the enemies, as opposed to, you know, stand back and use a shield or something.
1: Raise your shield.
0: Which is, I think, also the reason I I didn't particularly care for God of War, the 2018 one, because that was a lot of, you know, oh, you have to wait for the enemy to attack you, then you parry it and then fight back. It's like, no, I just want to go in and kill things. It's like Final Fantasy VII. It's all about just going in and killing things.
1: The game is so pretty.
0: It, uh, except for the occasional periods in which it's not it's very strange oh,
1: the occasional periods in which textures just don't load
0: yeah it's just blurry as
1: shit and it's like but All it's right. like i just got to think like man this game's going to be i'll probably
0: play it when it gets a ps5 port <laughs> well, you can wait until like i don't know 2033 when they do the, the definitive collection of final fantasy 7 and you can just play it as one game
1: i'll wait till 2070 when they do final fantasy 7 remake remake
0: <laughs> or remake two. <laughs> remake <friends>. X two. <laughs> it's Square Enix, so they will give it the most convoluted name imaginable.
1: The only the only company that is better than um Square Enix at doing the complicated names is
0: um Arc Systems. Yeah is just Blaze Blue Cross Bloody Blair sixty seventy nine eight. <laughs> Guilty Gear Revolution XR two. It's like what are you doing? What are Extra. you doing? Oh well. So we have wrestling shows to talk about, Liam.
1: It's like the li- most like the only wrestling I watch now is these shows and mm-hmm. like if I didn't have to watch one of them I probably wouldn't.
0: So you I'd be are watching
1: you'd... so little wrestling.
0: Uh, I like I uh, I I've, I've said this already. I'm very much over empty arena wrestling. I don't particularly like it even when it's I good. Care for it. I don't particularly like it. And like cuz well, even
1: when it's good I think man this would be so much better if there was a
0: crowd. Yeah, and we'll get into a very bad empty arena match tonight. <laughs> but Oh uh, Will we? Or if you like that match, I will shout at you. Um, but yeah, we, we we have reached we've reached the stage. Like, we're, we'll still do this show because, you know, they're still doing the television shows, so we might as well.
1: one of them quits.
0: But yeah, I'm, I'm very much over all of this. <laughs> I'm just over all of this. Just all just, of it.
1: It's like I don't even blame them, like, for, for... I mean, I blame them for doing live stuff, but I don't blame them for airing the tape stuff. But it's like, can we, I don't know. I think I'd also be fine if we just weren't watching shows and then we just came back with big shows. Mm. Cause like it's, it sucks for the first couple weeks, but like, as I'm going through right now with the um, uh, critical role being on hiatus, like the first two weeks really sucked. Cause get excited for the day and you're like, oh, wait, it's not happening. But then after that, you just kind of forget about it and you're just excited for when it will come back
0: life moves on yeah it's, it's worse when you're like oh double or nothing is still happening and I'm like I don't want to watch pay-per-view matches like
1: this just cut everything and have double or nothing be your show back just cut everything and have a big NXT super show with both NXT UK and NXT and have that be your show back it's, like it's not a the hard worlds collide. yeah but I meant more like a big old takeover that has like Volta versus Balor and such
0: yeah, but as I said, it is what it is, and it is what it will be for the foreseeable future. This is like the most,
1: like, almost NPR level show that we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it is heartbreaking
0: news, literally. Literally, as we were about to hit record, after already like yesterday, I just couldn't do anything. Like you, you had you at least had the the lux- luxury of waking up and just having it all dumped in you at once. It's just like sitting there all day. It's like, and now this person is fired, and now this person is fired, and now this person is fired, and it's all just very sad. And it happened over the space of like five hours. and It's just like, oh, this. I just, I just sat there for most of the day.
1: WWE really does it in the most immoral way possible
0: because yeah, they wait till people pick up the phone and then an- and then just... they announce them right after like just... that's that's a terrible just wait until tomorrow and just announce them all at once why is that so hard and someone there will be like oh well it'll get out it's like who gives a shit if it gets out
1: like save the fucking mindset of like
0: the people who were literally working on your live wrestling show that day Like, as i said i can't imagine the people who had to work on nxt last night who were just like their friends are being fired the company is entirely uncertain their producers are being fired or well uh, furloughed and mm. they just have to go out there and produce a television show i guess if i'm someone like alia i was i would be like Ugh, i'm out here yeah I, mean, I still have a job i guess i'm in the clear aw dynamite opened with another jake roberts promo jake but we really can't say enough good things about jake he's he's phenomenal he's so good it's like the best part of the show every week. <laughs> he is, like, and he—they oh, always they're opening the show every week with a two-three minute Jake promo, and they're always fantastic. And it's just like, yeah, at least at least we have that silver lining in this deep dark world. Just more Jake. Yeah, we also got a a hype package for Colt to tell us who he was before Lance Archer defeated Colt, Colt. Cabana.
1: So it's just because like
0: Colt's a good serious promo when he needs to be. Colts like uh, he's one of those like like utility players that you can put in any role. Like you could give Colt a, a, a champion, a, a, a challenger of the month, world title match, and people would buy it. And you could have him doing undercard comedy, and people could buy it. And you could have been tag team, and people could buy it. You could put him on commentary, and people will buy it. He's one of those people. Mm. You, you can literally, you can literally do anything you want with Colt Cabana, including have him establish credibility for Lance Archer, <laughs> which is what this match is about.
1: Unlike uh, a um. A Marco or a similar similar level wrestler in the company, Colt, I, even though he's like new, has a lot of stakes still. I feel
0: to even the casual audience because like, he's he's spent years and years building up his brand and building up his reputation. And like, as and it's funny because he's never done that as a serious pro wrestler, man. He's never done that as, like, a guy who takes himself seriously and needs to be pushed, and yet people take him seriously and, and invest in him because, you know, he's very talented and people care about him. He also has um, those moments, of, like, because he's such a utility
1: player, where they can put him in these big uh, feuds or angles and it doesn't feel forced. Mm. Like, in every company he's been in, excluding one, <laughs> um, that's always been the case, you know what I mean? It's like... When he was doing Endo Berry stuff, like he could be what he, you needed him to be, but then also he can have a best of seven series with Adam Pearce all around the world that gets a lot of positive praise. In Ring of Honor, you have him come back in, but then when you need him to, you have him turn up and have a very serious program with Jay Lethal. He's a good wrestler. A good and diverse, a good, yeah, like I said, utility player.
0: So yeah, Lance Archer beat him in a, a really nice little match. You know, Colt got enough that he didn't get squashed, but also Lance didn't give so much that he... Because I, I, I always insist, people are like, monsters should be indestructible, and I'm like, no, they shouldn't. The key to hmm. a good monster is the amount of vulnerability they show. It's not, it's not being invulnerable, because you have to believe the person can beat them. So they have to sell enough... That they remain credible, but not so much that they veer into, um, li- like, you know, a cartoon character, or-, or that people don't take them seriously anymore. There- there's like that line, but that's like being invulnerable is not interesting.
1: Well, I feel like the core, of the thing that makes these giant characters the scariest is like the fact that they are men. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're just people who are giants. They're not like. M- these supernatural beings that you shouldn't be afraid of like this is like you could imagine just walking into a store and like lance is just there and he'll just kick the shit out of you he that's seems... why it's more effective than i don't know a giant mummy called the yeti
0: he seems so much taller i never considered colt a small man i know lance is very tall but like he was like a full like head and a half above colt i was like dear god this man is gigantic which is even funnier when you see him next to like Jake and
1: he's just peeking over Jake.
0: Yeah, it's like is Colt like, small? Like, Did I just never realize Colt is small? No, like because Colt's like six foot. Yeah, like, six one on a good day. Dear God, Lance is a Lance is gigantic. Britt Baker was in her dental practice. She was giving out about having her face broken. <laughs> That's about it?
1: She's, she's so good at this stuff, man. <laughs>
0: Again, I the, like
1: I like her just being like. Completely in
0: her own head, thinking she's like the coolest chick. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, 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 because like in many ways her character has well it has, but it's they've just reframed all the dentist stuff that she's like I'm a dentist. Look at me, I achieve things unlike you other dopes. And then well, she goes, but she's, and said, she's
1: saying like I achieve things unlike you other dopes, but you can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's she's inspiration. She's the, the 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 true role model, the true inspiration for all these other women in the AW Women's Division.
1: She's like that um, like that girl or guy that you'd be in class with, and you'd like see them upset after they get the test result, and you're like, oh man, what'd you get? And they're like, ugh, B+. Plus. <laughs> you're just like, shut up! <laughs> shut your mouth!
0: Uh, they had a bunch of people uh, as talking heads throughout the night, uh, hyping up Hager and Moxley. They sure they, had a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of people from Bellator MMA as well, I might add. Surprisingly, all siding with Jake Hager. <laughs> mm, uh, including Mike Goldberg, which is funny, because WWE spent
1: years
0: trying to hire Mike Goldberg. Like, going back to 2005, I think, was when they originally tried to poach him from UFC. And even when he left UFC, I think they were interested in him again in, what was that, 2017 or so? Like, years and years trying to get Mike Goldberg, and then he just randomly pops up at AEW. It's funny. It's because the, they weren't trying to poach him. <laughs> It's much
1: easier when you just say, hey, do this small thing for it, for a guy that you might like or have a good relationship, seemingly had a good relationship with. Also, also everyone's at home and bored.
0: That's true, too. Like, yes, yes, I'll be on TV. I'll keep my name out there. Mm. It's better than me just sitting here. There's also an, a, an upsetting number of inner circle people in these talking headsets. It's like, I wonder Dude, that's hilarious, want to though. But that's, that's exactly what you'd expect it to be. Uh, yeah, because they had Santana Ortiz and the Sammy there and no one on the, they could have at least got Renee, Renee Young or something <laughs> I think that they should just have Renee get her
1: fired too um, uh. it's like I'm really interested in, it's never going to be a dynamic that's like actually explored but like I would have loved to have heard Jericho's thoughts on someone in his group going for his title
0: because
1: mm. like it seems, because like he never really talked about it know what I mean like even when he talked about the the match he would always be like oh Hager's gonna like fuck him up but he's never like oh yeah he's gonna take the title
0: (laughs) it's supposed to be my title where's my rematch
1: yeah so I did I I do
0: like every time he's on commentary it's like the inner circle never hit each other with their own moves
1: (laughs) yeah which they have but not their finishes that's the distinct difference
0: hmm I also like that Jericho um, takes credit for literally every signing. Like, it's established yes. he's taking credit for Mox. He obviously took credit for Sammy. Even in the opener, he's like, I gave the recommendation for Lance Archer to come here.
1: To the powers that be. Um, it's,
0: it's good stuff,
1: man. Uh, Jericho, he wasn't as good as last week. But, like, even though he's not, wasn't as good as last week, he was still, like, you know, an A. Mm. <laughs> like, I like Jericho. We all like Jericho. How can you not like Jericho? Jericho.
0: Uh, Brit Baker then defeated Cassandra Golden. Cassandra Golden, who was on impact two weeks ago, actually.
1: Wow. She, uh, she did not get the Cassandra Golden's All Elite tweet afterwards, unfortunately.
0: No, and she lost very quickly, so I don't imagine yeah. she will.
1: Uh, I don't know how I feel about um,
0: Britt doing the bite, the ropes, curb stomp, because that's such a big spot for me. Yeah, she shouldn't do it on. I suppose if she, if she, she I suppose she can do it on Cassandra Golden, because Cassandra Golden will probably never be seen again.
1: Yeah. Is a good. Ch- I think it probably becomes her Pentagon arm break or mm. Randy Orton punt. Mm. I think the thing with like, I think the arm break was always better. Like, this is a really weird off topic thing. I think the arm break and uh, the teeth kicking in <laughs> it will be better than the punt because like you can sell those effects more visually. Like the guys that fought Pentagon would come back in like th- three four weeks with like a bandaged up arm to wrestle. So like you could have. Um, maybe not Cassandra because you don't know if she'll be back or not. But, um, who did she do it to first? Uh, I think it might have been Yuka. And, um, and, like, could, could she can, like, come out, come out with, like, some sort of a face thing. I don't know what dentists... <laughs> what, what, face thing? What would you have for broken jaw and teeth?
0: I guess you could sell it by having her wear a mouth guard or something for a while.
1: Which would be hilarious, then, if the mouth guard drops out one punch glass jaw, she just gets, like, pinned. Yeah. Like, permanent injury has, like, taken place during this move. That's what you do if you really want to put the move over.
0: This is the, the Matt Jackson four-year back injury. Which obviously will be paying off at on BT200. One can only imagine. We then had the Bubbly Bunch. The Bubbly Bunch. Which I am slightly disappointed they didn't do it all in the windows. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I were to do that, I would have done it all in the windows and just had, like, Sammy making dopey faces while somebody else talks. But alas, it was still very entertaining. Sammy, like,
1: doing, like, the worst Spanglish ever. Because yeah. Matt Hardy called him a fake Latino. He is a false Spanish god. Uh, these guys are just really great together. I, also, I was really impressed with Ortiz in this
0: segment. I thought he was really charismatic. Ortiz is, like, the most charismatic funny person in the world. Like, it's, it's one of those things where he shows up in Impact and he's like, you know, Satana's obviously the better wrestler. And it's like, oh, Ortiz is there too. And then you slowly realise, wait, Ortiz is, like, insanely funny and charismatic and, like, just, just stick a camera on him and he will always be amusing and he'll shout the best very loudly <laughs> and hilariously. That's probably why they compliment each other so well. Hmm.
1: Because, like, um, Santana's a bit more of the serious...
0: Uh, guy and Ortiz is just like the wild card. That's not the uh, to say Santana is the better wrestler. It's not the besmirch Ortiz. who is also a very yeah. Because I love so Ortiz.
1: I, I I really enjoy his matches. Yeah, I want to see more of him in single stuff too. I want to see them both more in
0: single stuff. The bubbly bunch. God, it's like every time they do something. Like and it's like when you remember when they debuted in October. It's like what a weird group of people this is. And now it's, it's just still like still kind of weird though.
1: Like, You <laughs> still look at them and you're like. How do these people mesh? The real, like, thing will be, if they ever add another member, like, will that
0: completely throw the dynamic? Mm. Six is a lot of people. Five is a nice stable number. Well, the thing is, they always said they want to add a female to it. Who would you
1: add? I don't know. You need to have someone who can keep up with the charisma. That's the thing. Oh, Brit, then. I was going to say, maybe you could have Brit, because, like, Brit would be able to play along with everything really well.
0: Hmm. Oh,
1: the, I think also the image of Brit coming out with like swagger behind
0: her as like the heater that would be really cool. <laughs> she would, he would be much larger than her.
1: Mm. <laughs> she comes out doing the um, like the Prince Devitt thing on Bad Luck Farley's shoulders, <laughs> except she's doing it on Jack's, uh, Jack's holder Jack's uh shoulders. Mm.
0: Uh, Sammy Guevara, <laughs> Sammy Guevara then went on to defeat Pineapple Pete and the Shug D. It, it was a perfectly fine match.
1: So Jericho botches everyone's names. And I don't know if it's intentional or not. It's
0: clearly just shtick. He just called him Sugar the entire time. It's, like, it's clearly not his name. The way he did it, I think it was clearly him doing a bit. Because he was like, Soog, Sugar, Shug. <laughs> he could not get right. And then he got frustrated and was like, nah, pineapple Pete. Give Shug D a, a signing.
1: Give him a contract.
0: Have him work a main event program with Jericho. Oh, he definitely should get a match at the very least. And Sammy faces Darby Allin next week? That one's next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's either that I or think. it's Kip yes, yes, and yes. Dustin. I like how you can tell which people are within the vicinity of the tapings because they're on every show now, whereas for Forward Dynamite, it'd be like a
0: two week break before you see people. Yeah, Kip Sabian would disappear for a month at a time. Or Sean Spears is suddenly on the show. Yeah, two Sean weeks Spears in a row. is on two weeks in a row. <laughs> Sean Spears has Uh, been on Dynamite for the last five weeks in some capacity he's finally made it he's via attrition he has finally made his his AEW. he's made his mark good work Sean he's heartless you know Uh, Kip Sabian defeated Chuck Taylor in a fine match in which I was kind of mad that Chuck lost
1: yeah but Kip's in the Mm. tournament I don't care I like how oh, during this match, I messaged you saying, I hope Kip and Havoc are a team, and then they became a team by
0: the end of it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc a Orange Cassidy. By the way, Chris go on commentary was going after Orange Cassidy, and it made me realize- They're definitely having a match. I hope They're... that's
1: double or nothing. Like,
0: screw them Matt Hardy stuff. I hope that's your double or nothing match. Yeah, they will definitely wrestle someday, and it will be absolutely majestic.
1: Oh, actually, no. Save it for people. I think that needs, that needs to be a match with people. Yeah, it's all out when you come back.
0: But Jericho and Orange Cassidy. That being said, Orange Cassidy. Orange
1: Cassidy is definitely showing up when Jericho goes to the Matt Hardy compound.
0: He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be like, I don't know. Under the boat. <laughs> under the boat, yes.
1: He's going to be under the boat, and then he's going to like annoy Jericho, and Jericho's going to take a move,
0: and that's going to set that up for later. Mm. So Yeah, Sabian Beakshot Taylor. It's, I'm I'm very old for Kip Sabian. I never want to see him wrestle again.
1: <laughs> I really don't mind him. Like, I'm not like, you know, fawning over Kip Sabian, but like, I really don't mind him, he's just kind of there for me Sean Spear has defeated Justin law, big squash he fought the law and he won yeah. more like just
0: out of law nah, there's the I, th- <laughs> I thought of that joke while watching it <laughs> I was like uh, literally while saying it, it's like there's it's not even a joke, there's nothing here next week uh, indeed next week we have Orange Cassidy versus Jimmy Havoc Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara and Kip Sabian versus Dustin oh, Rhodes. plus Kenny Omega in action
1: I hope it's Kenny Omega versus Shugdy <laughs> sure
0: and then our main event hey Garrett don't don't you dare <laughs> hey Garrett
1: <laughs> I like this match <laughs>
0: This is this is this was worse than Gargano and Champa. That's my I hot liked take. this match. This man. match was god-awful.
1: I liked it a lot.
0: It <laughs> did nothing. I am so over 30-minute empty arena matches. Just yeah, the, okay. stop it. Yeah. Just I, stop. <laughs> stop torturing me with these endless walking brawls in front of nobody okay. we're got punch no reaction punch okay. no reaction fall down okay. lie there for four minutes Garrett, punch please. no reaction Garrett. go through two commercial breaks punch Garrett, no reaction oh we're gonna roll on the floor and do some holds for Garrett. no reason Garrett. And that goes for 30 minutes Garrett, i'm talk. sick of it i don't want it anymore liam i'm just I'm, I'm just I'm, no stop Garrett, doing this to me Garrett, stop Garrett, me it talk.
1: please Garrett.
0: No, no, no.
1: I like the match. (laughs) That being said, I do think it was way too long, but I still like the match. There are
0: principles of empty arena wrestling. There are things you can do in front of a crowd that you simply cannot do in front of no crowd brawling endlessly while doing nothing is one of those things. Because if the crowd's hot, if the crowd's into that while you're brawling through the crowd, it's like, oh, yeah, look at these two, they're tearing into each other. And if they're not, which they'll never be because there's nobody there, it's just endless nothing. It's just like, we're going to walk through these chairs, and nothing's going to happen, and we're going to put on a mediocre-looking figure four around a pole, and that's the highlight. And then you're like, <laughs>
1: just leave me alone.
0: May I, may I speak of the, the things that I liked in the match? <laughs> uh, you uh, be, be short, be brief, be intense, be physical. You, you, you need to be <laughs> oh, I'm talking about me bro. in my
1: description, the description of why I like the match.
0: Yes, there you <laughs> go. Be short, right. be brief, be intense... <laughs> And physical. That's the most important
1: <laughs> part. Alright, I'll be very quick. Um, I liked the opening of the match. It was very blood sport grapply, which I like, but I can Bad. understand why people why yes, I can understand why people wouldn't like that, but I enjoyed the grappling. I I liked that um, Hager came across like a bear just constantly trying to smother Mox throughout the match. I liked that Mox threw some real hard shots in there. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but I do think it went too long though
0: so you you do agree on that Tony Khan being like this is gonna be one of the best empty arena matches on the history of wrestling it's like it was like the third best empty arena match on this television show yeah it was the best but anyway I hate everything There's nothing I enjoyed I this not match hate.
1: it gave me the most uh, uh...
0: Well, Hager was out of breath though Jake Hager against John Moxley going thirty minutes would be a tough sell in front of the hottest audience in the history of pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's ninety eight raw in like New York. <laughs> yeah, it's an insurmountable challenge in front of nobody. And Jake Hager should not be going longer than eight minutes, as you said. I didn't say that, but <laughs> I, I I I I'm adapting what you said about him. You're, from you're, me you're taking breath. my words. Yes. But, uh...
1: Yeah, I I liked that they both had their camo <laughs> shorts on for this fight because <laughs> mm. uh, I liked that Jake wore his MMA trunks as opposed to his wrestling gear because it was a big fight. Um, but unfortunately, um, Jake Hager can no longer go home and he can no longer see his children. That's true. His that wife the stipulation kick him out of, the house. of the match. So is Mox the bad guy?
0: Uh no he lost Mox didn't put that stipulation on him his wife his wife did his wife's the bad guy much like I was Gargano's the good guy I'm
1: now Hager was the good guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh please never make me sit through thirty minute empty arena matches again I'm I'm so tired of them I I I do like the only person I can trust to go longer than like fifteen minutes in an empty arena setting is Kenny it's Omega Kenny <laughs> everybody else not allowed what Kenny if it Ken? was Kenny Omega versus Jake Hager uh it's still jake so no eight minutes
1: well well pretty okay show but it had a good start for me and it had a decent end for me but that's about it it had a good
0: start for me and that's about it this is brit Brit was the second best part of the show i think i liked brit yeah i even liked sean spears entrance (laughs) that's true that was pretty neat. it was a nice little squash for him too I thought he looked in more, he, the bubbly he, he, bunch yeah he looked uh, the bubbly bunch was too good too I, I thought Spears looked more intense than he's looked in recent matches he was really sinking his shit in well, really. I, I know we skipped over that match but I did actually like the,
1: the two minute story that they were telling where like uh, Spears was kind of like taking it easy like a house show and then the guy fought back and he got a move more intense I thought that was a pretty cool story yeah, for a squash, like sometimes like squash matches they don't even you don't want to tell a story you just want to have the dude beat the guy up but like this one was had a nice little story arc in that 2 minutes
0: mm-hm that brings us to WNXT, which opened with Finn Balor against Fabian Eichner in a match I actually really enjoyed. I thought this was a really... I really liked this match. Yeah, I thought this was a... As I said, if if I'm talking about principles of empty arena wrestling, I think this match hit on most of them. It was intense. It was physical. It was viscerally impressive. You know, you have to substitute the fact that, like, a, uh, unless you sink in a punch, a punch isn't going to get the same reaction or a chop isn't going to get the same... Well, actually, chops work because, you know, they, they make very loud sounds. Chops so, work in any sense. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, when they they were doing like really good sequences of wrestling. You're like, this is good wrestling, this is actually and stuff that I can respond to. It helps that both Bella and Eichner
1: are like are dynamic performers mm. who can who know when to like gear it up to the next level. Like, um, which is funny because like you don't really think of Bella like that anymore, you kind of think of him of doing slightly more of a methodical style than when he used to go like hard like that. But um, ironically, even uh, Eichner kind of is much like a younger Balor in the way he works these kind of matches. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if you go back and you look at like some Apollo 55 Balor singles matches, like him and Eichner are quite similar. I, like I don't think Eichner is at the same level yet, but I think that like, he could be. I, I'm, I'm really high on Eichner. Yeah, I thought this match ruled. Um, I, I, thought like, it was I really, good. really like this
0: match. This match was great.
1: I thought this was a really good story in this match, too, where it's like, Balor was clearly the better singles guy, but of had um, had his partner on the, out on the outside messing with Balor the whole time to try and even up the the big power gap between the two.
0: And then Balor eventually drop-kicked Barthel through a rail, which was nice. I was like, is Balor a heel or a face? <laughs> I believe he's a babyface now, but then he challenged Velveteen Dream later in the show, so maybe he's, a, he's only... He's, uh, he's like Bret Hart. He's a babyface mm. in NXT UK and a heel in <laughs> NXT... <laughs>
1: He's he's just going to switch over. He, like when, when needed, he'll go to whatever position he needs.
0: Yes. Yeah, so they're still building up to Finn against Walter whenever that can possibly happen.
1: At the NXT TakeOver Super Show.
0: Come on. Yes. Yeah, that's not ruled. Actually, speaking yeah. of things that ruled, I loved this Charlotte for video package. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, it laid out, fair enough they didn't tell this story, but they, it laid out a really, like, coherent story of how, like, she beat Paige, she beat uh, Trish Stratus, she beat the old generation of women, and obviously she beat all the current women, she, she beat becky she beat sasha she beat bailey and now she's ronda. going after the next generation and ronda yeah she kicked ronda out she smashed her skull and yeah now she's going after the next generation she's coming down to nxt because she's she's beat the past she's beat the present it's... now she wants to beat the future i was like this is just a really good simple story that makes sense and
1: you know, the other thing is too whoever the babyface is that beats her and kicks her out of nxt is going to get such a great rub from it too which the question is, who should that be? I suppose it should probably
0: still be Rhea Ripley.
1: Yeah, I think you have Charlotte kind of run through everyone for a while,
0: and then at the NXT Takeover Super Show, you have Rhea beat her and win the title back. Even the way, like, she gave me—I I assume she'll wrestle Mia Yim next week or the week after. I don't think they announced it for next week. Uh, but like, well,
1: they, she, she she has a EO first, doesn't she?
0: Yeah. She, well, she said she wants to face Mia first, so that might might be non-title. I guess. Uh, so, oh yeah, I assume she'll just
1: have a couple of non-title matches. But it's yeah, it'd she- cool to see Charlotte in NXT though, because I actually like her in the NXT format because they're mm. normally shorter matches.
0: And yeah, she was like she was like me. Um, me Ian was my first opponent in NXT, and we've had parallel careers. And now to see where she's come, and, and like they gave meaning to what would otherwise be a throwaway. I I thought this was a three minute video package. and It was one of the best things on either of these shows this week. It made Charlotte feel like a big deal. It did, and she like very well delivered, very well produced. This was great stuff. I liked this a lot. It's on the WWE YouTube page as well. You can watch it.
1: Um,
0: just keeping ahead to the next
1: match too between Zile and Aaliyah. Um, I thought this was actually a pretty cool match too because it was like one of these mid-card NXT matches which normally don't mean anything, but actually had a bit of oomph to it, a bit of fire to it. Yeah,
0: had the, the payoff of that story where she smashed her face and beat and beat her up again a couple of weeks ago, where they brought, they finally brought it forward after months, and now they're they didn't have like I don't think the match was super good. But at least I think it, it was like, meaningful. I
1: think it was exactly what these kind of matches are. But like, mm. at least it had some sort of fire, some sort of uh, stakes
0: to it. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, I like. I'm not gonna. I liked this episode of NXT a lot. I thought it was one of the best episodes of NXT in months. So. Yeah. And then
1: we uh, we go backstage.
0: Yes, Matt Riddle is on the phone. He's talking to Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne's like, oh, "Who's your partner?" And he's not telling him. <laughs> it's a real dick move by Dunne. <laughs> when he was like, bro. I was like. I I wasn't sure what the button on that was supposed to be. Was he was like was it an enthusiast or a shocked bro because he he actually told him? Or yeah, was like
1: it a sho- Didn't have very good inflection on the voice there. Was it like a bro? Or yeah. was it a
0: bro? So like was he upset because he wasn't told or was he shocked because of who he was told it was? I did well the commentators clarified immediately after that he wasn't told, but still I was like, I
1: think it would have been cooler if he was like bro and then like they're like, Oh he knows what does he know that we don't know. Yeah. So yeah. um,
0: let us rewrite NXT. We got the best of the Super Cruises. Uh, a really damn good match between Akira Tozawa and Isaiah Scott. Mm. Again, um, physical, was... visceral, intense, bringing actual action. This is what empty arena wrestling should be. Tozawa's really good. And I seeing was seeing him wrestle again. Uh,
1: when this tournament was announced, I, the thing I was most excited about was the fact that I was going to start getting... because What are the highlights of every NXT show? The random Cruiserweight match that happens on the show for about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. and now we're going to get at least one every week next week we're getting three yes and like i i was so excited because i was like i think our problem with nxt for the most part is that the shows have a lot of meaningless middling matches and like this takes that spot while giving it some meaning Mm -hmm. so like NXT is immediately going to get brought up a whole notch
0: so every single one of these cruiserweight tournament matches is matter they have stakes they have meaning and purpose and there will probably be very good wrestling matches and three of them are going to be really sad yeah oh yeah the spud matches are going to be heartbreaking and you know they spud's... had to
1: have filmed them already right like they I, can't I, expect this dude to come in after I, they released him
0: spud's a super like dedicated guy and he will you know well he'll be going in there trying to work for his job back and he also, he works in Florida, he lives in Florida, so it's not like he'd be flying in or anything, so...
1: But also, you got fired. Yes, that is, <laughs> you know there's I mean? that. Like, that, is, that is... Like, that. it's still a super shitty position to put the guy in.
0: Mm. Unless they're taped and, already, which, who knows. Yeah,
1: so hopefully they are taped already, and then this dude isn't just getting dragged back in where everyone's gonna look at him weird that's that,
0: that that oh no i don't want to think about that that breaks my heart yeah
1: it's, it's, it's really heartbreaking like him and heath were the two that like really made me sad because i was like these guys are lifers i thought
0: same and, like, like Zack Ryder like he was he was even he should have like, been i thought
1: like once he got his, his thing back like i always assumed that eventually they were going to transition their podcast and youtube channel into like an official wwe platform
0: yeah, like, Zach should have been, like, the, the, the benchmark for what you should want to do. And a guy who was going nowhere, had nothing going on, and built everything he had by himself. Like, that should mm. be celebrated, that should be Multiple rewarded. times.
1: Not even, he didn't even just do it once. He's done it multiple times. He built his social media platform, and then he did it all again with a podcast about wrestling figures.
0: God damn it, Zack Ryder. I hope he deserves the world. He's earned the
1: world. I hope he gets picked up by AEW or fuck it, Ring of Honor or some. Give this dude money. Mm. I hope. To be fair, I
0: hope like all of them do because I, <laughs> like, I still like a lot of the guys that got released. Yeah. Sazawa beat Azai Scott, so he won the first match of the tournament. And he, how does this work? Is it strictly win and loss record? Is it points? I, I don't. It's win and saying. loss,
1: and um, if you beat someone, you have the upper hand on them. If you're in a draw.
0: Speaking of the tournament, we get a video package for El Hio del Fantasma, which was fine, but Fantasma. I'm very is... excited for El Hio del Fantasma. He's a one move wrestler. He does a cool dive. The rest of it's very boring. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> but I like him, man. I, I, I'm i excited for him and his Lucha Boy stable that may or may not happen.
0: Yeah, it's weird because it was building to whatever his non El Hio del Fantasma name was. I think apparently. he's going to the finals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the finals are probably going to be... Uh, is he Which bracket is he in? I don't remember. Is he, He's not in the Akira Tozawa-Isaiah Scott bracket, is he? I don't remember. If he's not, I think the finals are going to be Isaiah Scott and him. If it
0: is, I think it's going to be him and Kushida. Mm. They're my two predictions.
1: Lock it in. That's Liam's Lock
0: of the Week. Uh, Tegan Nox defeated Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez and the, the... I think the only thing on this show I actively didn't like... Uh, yeah. I thought, like, why did Raquel Gonzalez lose? I just like, what are you doing? when you watch? Well, her, they're they're like, building AW... back up to another
1: Nox and uh, Kai match. I don't want another one. They've done it three See, times. See, the problem is uh, Raquel Gonzalez should have beaten some nobodies on the way to this match and then mm-hmm. lost the Nox because, like, that's literally the role of the heater is to beat the like the nobodies and then lose to the actual person who's a challenge. But like this, this was her first match, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, that's the one thing I disagree with this booking. Like, I, I don't mind Knox beating
0: her, but she should have beaten some random people on the way to fighting Knox. I, don't know. I think there, there's a very, a much easier way to, like, you, you do T-Knocks against Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai interferes, which she did in this match, so Raquel Gonzalez not only lost, she lost with help from Dakota Kai, but Dakota yeah. Kai interferes, costs, uh knocks the match, then they beat her up after the match, Shotzi makes the save, then you get to the tag match next week, and you don't pin Raquel Gonzalez in her first match. Yeah. Uh, a video package on Keithley. There was a
1: couple, there was a couple better ways to handle this a scenario.
0: Yes. Most of which involved not losing for Raquel Gonzalez.
1: Yeah.
0: Or at least not losing. I did like
1: how list. mean she was though. She yeah, she had yeah. a she projected a good um intensity.
0: Yeah, I think she, she 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 again it wasn't a super long match, but she had a good showing for what it was meant to be. Hmm. Uh, we um, had a video Keith package Lee. on Keith Lee, yes, which I I think in theory was all very good, but Keith Lee does not talk like a real human being, so I almost just like <laughs> just just speak. Stop he doing kind
1: your... of. He does kind of talk like he's performing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like he's reading poetry. It's like stop. Just talk. Which I don't
1: mind if in like a promo setting, but like when we're trying to see a real guy behind the character.
0: Yeah, when the the, the idea of this is the sit-down feature where we tell the story of Keith Lee, you know, we get behind the, the veil, we get behind the mask of who he is as a performer to find who he is as a person, and he's still well, the doing this. And I I'm bel- <laughs> <am> limitless. <laughs>
1: Couldn't you believe that, like, Keith Lee just talks like that? <laughs> That's just how he, like, talks. Like, wakes up in the morning. Mia him knocks on his door. How are you? And he's just like, I am great. <laughs> I woke up feeling well rested.
0: They should make that a heel character. <laughs> he's just, like, super... Po- he's, like, doing the New Day super positive thing. Mm-hmm. He's, like, a motivational speaker, but annoying. Which, in fairness, mm. all motivational speakers are annoying. mm we
1: got a uh, old Dexter Loomis.
0: Dexter Loomis and his very good entrance music. I will fight you over that. Defeated to Hootie Miles. He has
1: a cool look. Yeah.
0: That's it. <laughs> solid little <solid-less> squad. <laughs> I, I have. I, I took uh, issue with Tom Phillips. Dexter Loomis' finisher is not an Anaconda device. It's a head and arm joke.
1: Oh yeah, the, the anaconda device has the because the, uh, the the head and arm choke is like putting someone to sleep. The anaconda device is like a mixture of like constriction, constriction, while also like really fucking up their arm.
0: Yeah, you have to you have to do the little arm grabby thing. And the fair, like, it's the, like a, the difference it's like a is literally Kimura only grabbing the arm. It's a Kimura
1: choke mixed together, kind of. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Tom, it's not an anaconda device, or Dexter, start grabbing that arm. What whichever one it's supposed to be, do it. <laughs> Well, it's like,
1: because um, Hager does the arm and head joke, and he because and he's tall, he, like, murders people with it. So maybe you just switch to the Anaconda Vice. Sure, and Punk won't mind. Well, no one else is using the Anaconda Vice at the moment. I know that I've been using it does. for a while. Hmm? Um, Kojima uses it, doesn't he? Not really. He he busts out the Koji cutter mostly. Or
0: just the big lariat for the win. So, yeah, Dexter Loomis is apparently doing something. And also, up Tenzan
1: was before. the one who invented it.
0: Oh, it was Tenzan, not Kojima, yeah. Silly me. But he does like the TDD. Also, he doesn't win very many matches. He doesn't wrestle. Well, n- none of these people wrestle anymore, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll I, I would be so sad if, like, they just stop wrestling like, because of this. They, they'll need. Oh, we're going to get to a a time soon for the first time in our New Japan fandoms where we won't have the New Japan dads.
0: Well, we'll slowly get a new generation of dads. You know, Gato and well, Tanahashi Tanahashi's going to be dads. a dad eventually. Tanahashi's really bordering on da- dad. <laughs> Same with Gatto. Gatto's like sitting right in the edge of dadhood.
1: Mm, but like, I'm just, I'm gonna miss the third gen boys.
0: Mm. I'm I'm gonna miss uh, Shibata tearing through them that one year. Like we'll we'll all be very mad in like I don't know six years when Tanahashi is losing most of his G1 matches and he's fallen into dad status, and we're like, we remember when, the days when he was a star, and he should be getting, like the same way we're people were together. We're those to guys
1: that we kind of went, yeah, yeah, all right, move on.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: When, um, I guess, when Shota Umino is bowing to Tanahashi in his last G1 after he beats him.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, I'm just, it just got me really excited when Shota Umino comes
0: back. You've also reminded me of that very lovely moment in Nagato's last G1 where Fale bowed to him mm. and it was very it I was go back very and sweet. I watch that moment. It's it's so good. All of that, There's... the entire thing is so good. Because
1: I often go back to that show to watch um, the moment where Shibata's music hits. Mm. And the crowd goes nuts. Um, I'll, I'll watch that Nagata uh, Fale like last minute as well and like and then like at the time I was kind of like oh yeah that's really cool I knew that like they were in a group but like I've gone back since and watched some of the earlier stuff where they were in the same stable and now like that moment just hits extra hard for me it's so sweet it's a very lovely moment like cause like Fale still like as much as like people rag on Fale and sometimes deservedly so he still feels like a big deal and he feels like the ultimate bad guy cause like he's mm. never a good guy but the one time he decided, oh, I'm going to be good and I'm going to be respectful, is for Nagata. And I can appreciate that. I really hope Kojima gets the last run. I'll be so mad if Kojima doesn't get a run.
0: Adam Cole got a promo on Velveteen Dream still in his house. He's like, go away, I don't want to be here. Then Dream comes out. <laughs> Sorry nah, for our New Dream.
1: Japan interlude.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dream. I'm so, I'm so over Dream. I never want to see Dream again, to be honest.
1: Uh, have we moved on to the actual Dream promo?
0: Yeah, it's all in one. Finn shows up, Dream talks, well, I, whatever, something. Finn Balor comes out. He he says week.
1: that Cole's the best NXT champion, and Finn takes offense to that. Um, I, you know what's funny? I was like, I, obviously, we're not the biggest Dream fans in the world. He doesn't really click with us. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually pretty into a Balor Finn match. I think that might be pretty cool.
0: Balor and Finn are the same person.
1: Sorry, Balor and Dream. There you go. <laughs> well, you'll get one next week. And I'll, I'll be very excited for it.
0: Well, they didn't specify that that's a match, though, did they? They said it's a date. Maybe they will go on a date. Maybe it's a literal Ooh, date. Oh,
1: maybe it's going to be like a, a Bros Awaits segment. Oh, very good. It's, maybe it's going to be a cinematch. match. I was about to say,
0: it'll be a final deletion. <laughs> the final date-letion. Oh, no, go away, never. <laughs> one last date. I will fight you. <laughs> we got some next weeks Jack Gallagher faces Phantasma Drake Maverick faces Jake Atlas Dr- Drake Maverick faces Jake Atlas there's a tongue twister for you Kushida faces Tony De and Dakota Kai and Gonzalez faces Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. I'm really excited for Jake Atlas and Drake Maverick I think that's going to be a real banger I hope they do more Jake Atlas than they did in that match against Hostin theory is that who he wrestled? Um, no, he Dexter Loomis and he oh yes, him. Dexter Loomis that's who he dropped to
1: what about the, what's the main event of that show then? Oh, Finn and Dream, I guess. One would assume it's Finn and Dream, assuming that's yeah.
0: a match and not a date. <laughs> now, to a match that I fucking loved. Yes, our main event, uh, which was for the NXT World High Team Championships, the Undisputed year team of Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. Where's Kyle? Oh, he's stuck in Canada. Um, I, he must be in like ISO or something. Or maybe he's stuck in Canada. Maybe he went home. Oh, he could have gone home uh but yeah the bobby fish and roddick strong faced the team of matt riddle and his mystery partner of oh, timothy thatcher what a like what it's so weird that timothy thatcher is in nxt and he's getting a push and his debut is in the middle of a pandemic as matt riddle's started the world is so and his strange debut is in a match with like four guys who work like shooty styles <laughs> and two of whom he has considerable history with on the indies so it's like it's, there's like that long-term run
1: it's really cool man like uh, i'm I'm normally a very i don't know pessimist <laughs> when it comes to nxt signings but like this one might be like wow that's kind of cool
0: there you go yeah
1: it was a good match i really like this match it was very much along the lines of like those NXT takeover tag matches that'll start the show, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, cool, that's gonna be cool," and then it's like, "Wow, that rules!"
0: Yeah. Most importantly, Dexter Loomis showed up. <laughs> yes, randomly.
1: I ra- I was actually listening to you as you were watching this match, and just went.
0: Ah! <laughs> it's just randomly in weird lighting,
1: hovering in the but background. Dex- Dexter jump scare. That's what happened.
0: It, it really was. They should they should act, that actually should be the character. It should have nothing to do with the four people in this match. They should mm-hmm. just do Dexter jump scares in the middle of matches.
1: So, like, who's the weirdest one for him to feud with going out of this? Bobby Fish.
0: <laughs> but
1: like, also just him and Matt Riddle randomly.
0: <laughs> or him and T- Tim Thatcher's first program in the World Wrestling Entertainment is against Dexter Loomis. <laughs>
1: I was actually thinking while I was watching this match too, is Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong the weirdest undisputed error combination possible? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if there's one combination that you don't think will be challenging for the tag belts, it's Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. I guess
0: Colon Fish is weird as well.
1: Yeah, but even Colon Fish, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they, they mesh a little better. Mm-hmm. Strong and Fish is just such a weird combination. And I can't even think of a fun tag name for him. Uh, st- strong fish. Strong fish smell. String fish. S- strong, strong smell of fish. Fish fish Rick. Rod fish Bob. T- uh, um
0: The Bob's. <laughs> sure. Ocean. <laughs> no. Bob Rick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh yeah, there's nothing there. There's uh, if you have suggestions for a Bobby Fish Roderick Strong tag team name, please submit them at WarGamesPod or in the Discord. I'm partial to strong smell of fish because it's
1: similar to Kings of Strong Kyle. There you go. Uh, but yeah, which Mellow... is by far the best name, right?
0: It's 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 very much up there. It, it works very well. I oh I
1: I know what um Bobby Fish and Adam Cole's tag name would be. What? <laughs> it's such a stupid joke though. That... <laughs> It's just going to be all in capitals, Flay Flay. <laughs> like what? you filet a fish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought of it, thought it was great, and then said it in my head and was like, wait, that sucks, but I've already talked myself <laughs> into it. So Flay Flay is it. You're part of course, as they say. And of course, Strong and um, Adam Cole are already a tag team, the Dojo Bros.
0: Mm, it's very fishy. <laughs> um. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, indeed Ritalin uh, Thatcher won after Thatcher submitted Roddy to his Thatcher's is a tag early. champ <laughs> uh, 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 d- did they clarify that that he is still standing or for, is he just the tag that, champ now they said
1: that this is for the titles But they had, this, they had he, the, he defended he had the, belt. the
0: belts on behalf of Pete Dunne but is he so the are champion they, are they a trio I don't know I don't know they haven't made that clear whether or not this is simply a stand in defense where Pete Dunne is still I, champion he had the or... belt which makes
1: me think that he might be champ because they, they might not know when this is all gonna blow over, and Pete will be back to defend the belts. So. Oh,
0: yeah, Pete's, Pete's probably locked out for another good two months. Yeah, so like
1: I assume they'll be t- they'll probably defend the belts against uh, Stokely's boys. Mm, which Stoke, They had a promo. Uh, they had a promo, earlier, yeah, had a promo earlier, actually.
0: Still had a promo on the show somewhere. Which was a good. because um, it's
1: Stokely. I actually liked it because he went with, along with like which is the line I think we've seen now a couple times where it was like there's 1.2 billion people in India. And these are the two strongest. I was like that's kind of sick line.
0: Yeah, that's
1: a lot of people. There's a lot of people. It's a terrifying number of people. Any number
0: of people over two is terrifying, to be fair. That is true. That brings us to the two people to close the show, which were Tommaso Champa, who was talking <laughs> about. Good. Technically, three it was people. three. Scarlet was there, too. But nonetheless, Champa was talking about Gargano. He's like, he's done with all of this, aren't we all? Before, not Killer Cross. What is it? Carrying Cross is his fed name? Carry on, my wayward son. There you go. Carrion cross attacked him from behind there was a bunch of rattling pipes it was actually an a, a, a huge <laughs> classic WWE backstage segment legitimately it sounded like the if uh, the collapse of some kind of building where threw him
1: I really thought this needed blood they, and it's like, like a free tape you can do fake blood, blood but, but yeah. like just like, like when he hit the ground I feel like you needed some sort of a blood splatter to really sell this because it kind of just looked
0: a little dorky it actually reminds me a lot of his, uh, impact today If you remember, there was like a he was stabbing or he was people out. or something. Yeah. <laughs> or the he, pipe. He murdered PD Williams eventually. And he put an X on the tummy. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the put... Did he just switch from an X to a clock? <laughs> uh, well, he always had the clock. He was always, a, that was part of his impact entrance. Oh, thing, cause thing the doomsday, well. which, yeah. So there, there he is. Killer cross. He's, not ah, very good, I'm still.
1: gonna be cautiously optimistic, but I hope that they have some good matches, or at least some good, some good Lance Archer s scorches for him, which is about his level. <laughs> and Scarlet's there too. Scarlet's oh, it's great. It, it's official. And um, people on Instagram and Twitter will really like the duo.
0: Yes, yes, they will. And, and that's Scarlet. truly
1: the most important factor.
0: Uh, The likes on Instagram for Scarlet is, in fact, the most important factor, especially when she's sexually eating a banana.
1: I mean, what more can you ask for? What
0: more can you ask for, indeed? Liam, match of the week!
1: I'm gonna go... Don't you dare. (laughs) Uh, uh, Riddle and Thatcher versus Strong Smell of Fish.
0: I am gonna go... It's a toss-up for me between Baller and Eichner and... Uh, Tazawa and Scott, but I I'm leaning Balor and Eichner. I like that match a lot. That match, I I would go with
1: that over Scott and Tazawa as well.
0: Yes. So show of the week. NXT. This is honestly the first week in which I thought there was like a real big gap between these shows in favor of NXT. I thought NXT was a better show by an absolute landslide.
1: I really liked NXT this week. This,
0: this is this might have been my favorite episode of NXT in the run of NXT on USA. <laughs> Probably one of like the
1: mini takeovers might beat it. Yeah, they did, they did like a mini takeover a couple times, so
0: I'd have to go back and look at that. But
1: yeah, good show.
0: I like the show a lot. So yes, you vote nxt, I vote nxt. So nxt formally wins, but the poll did, as always, side with aew. Uh, on, 81 percent <laughs> to ninety. Just a bit of objectivity, please. Yeah. And in fairness, and it, you know what
1: it's... you know what it means. Like, if you guys voted for the wrong one and we voted for the right one, that means that was your fault. So you know what? Pull your trousers up, look a bit better at the show, and get the right opinion.
0: There you go. Well done, NXT. (laughs) Well done, Triple H. You deserve... Actually, no. It it literally dressed in front of my eyes dropped to 80%, 20%. So well done, NXT. It's as if people are listening to this live somehow and it's making a comeback.
1: Well, boy, do I have news for you. (laughs)
0: Uh, you can follow us on twitter at wargamespod if you'd like to vote in the poll you can follow me on twitter at Garrett. you can't follow Liam because he's gone private because he's a coward Sorry,
1: <laughs> i didn't want you to actually mention it <laughs>
0: i just wanted it to be a subtle thing that we didn't acknowledge the wargames you know,
1: account is my main account for wrestling now that's you know, my you, announcement you,
0: you, you cannot trust me not to do things <laughs> you have to just bury me to the people listen i have to uh, what else can i do i have to get myself over at your expense do you have to though
1: Yes. Hey, Garrett, what wonderful gifts have you received in the last couple days?
0: Oh, I got a a copy of the Devil May Cry anime as part of my birthday. My birthday's not for two months. This is how thoughtful this person who sent it to me is that they sent me a birthday present two months early. And I will watch it over the weekend and
1: we'll maybe talk about it at next week's show, I guess, maybe? I'll have you know that on Monday, more gifts will be arriving. Oh, wonderful. One of which you will like... (laughs) Um, That anime's not very good, but hey... (laughs) It fit the meme, there and it was go. the most expensive gift by far. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: meme presents. Blu- you know how hard it was to get presents. that Blu-ray, by the way. <laughs> Why? Like, because like all the Blu-rays that I found for it were all in the the region of like the US and mm. wouldn't be played on your Blu-ray player. <laughs> PS4. But, um, I mean. The DVD was available, but I was like, no. <laughs> He has to see Dante eating strawberry uh, sundays in beautiful Blu-ray
0: high definition. In the highest fidelity possible. Even though this is from, what, 2007? Yes. I, Which means I, it wasn't I, originally in high definition anyway, so.
1: I, It scaled up, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I, watched, I remember first watching that on YouTube. <laughs> I think I was like... I might have been 10. It was the first piece of Devil May Cry media I ever ingested
0: then you're like, I must play all these games. I love this Dante. And then I didn't play the games for five more years. (laughs) There you go.
1: Bang, bang, bang.
0: Pull my devil trigger. If you'd like more all the wrestling coverage in your podcasting feed, check out Everything Elite. If you'd like more television Show coverage in your podcasting feed, check out Shake Them Ropes.
1: And go check out Garrett's bloody YouTube channel yes Don't go know, watch Final my Final Fantasy. Fantasy video
0: there you go and I'm nearly finished Final I definitely have watched actually. it and it's good <laughs> yes thank you Liam Liam the other day was like I watched Final Fantasy 7 I enjoyed it and I'm like oh thanks so much and I was like no I meant the uh, but didn't you talk about the old days? game
1: you didn't talk about the new game
0: uh yeah so
1: so like why why would I huh I'm all well about that new shit thanks for listening and bye 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 bye